listening to Stories from Central Mass Podcast. I'm your host, Mike, and I should be doing the dishes right now, so don't tell my wife. So this story takes place when I had roommates back in, like, 1999 to 2001, lived in a three-decker in Worcester up near uh, St. Vincent's Hospital. What the hell neighborhood is that? It's not Grafton Street, it's Vernon Hill. And um, I was uh, working for my family at the time. It was a Friday afternoon. I was out at noontime. And my father and my cousins and my grandfather, <clears throat> we had a side job to do, go put up a screen porch at a housing complex over on the west side which was you know at that hour of the day could be a five minute ride or a 20 minute ride so I'm like all right dad I'll go I'll go with you I gotta run home first and uh you know change or whatever basically I probably just went home to just get the hell away from everybody and you know and we didn't have a washing machine and I knew that after I was gonna do this job in the heat you know putting up a screen porch I was gonna need a shower so I ran to the bathroom and grabbed a bunch of towels that I had. I cranked the hot water on the tub, put a bunch of soap in the tub and threw the towels into it and let the hot water run on it and figured, all right, you know, I'll, I'll, that's going to wash them. You know, that's what my, you know, 22-year-old mind thought that that's how you wash clothes because I'm an idiot. And uh, so I cranked the water so high that... It went from making a noise of the water running to almost silent. And I'm running around the house because now it's like middle of the day and I gotta hurry and get back on the other side of the city and do this project with my father. And I hop back, you know, I do that. I, 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 you know, I turn the water on and everything. I put the towels in the tub. I go get changed. I grab something to eat. And I'm running out of the house. And I'm driving in traffic. Driving down, you know, through Kelly Square and everything. There's traffic everywhere. I'm like, oh, God, he's going to kill me. He's going to kill me. How am I going to get over there? (sighs) You know, I put on the radio. I'm listening to music. I'm singing and everything. And I'm stuck in a line of traffic. I've been in about 20 minutes of traffic now. Maybe 25 minutes. And my father and my cousin and my, uh, my grandfather have already started this project. They're already, you know, doing most of it. Which they don't even really need me there. And it's just an excuse. You know, I, I should be there just to make some money. You know, I could be part of it. Not make my grandfather kneel on the ground and, you know, use a saw. And as I'm pulling up to the place, I'm about 100 yards away from in a solid line of traffic. I go, hey, didn't I, uh... Didn't I put some towels in the tub? Was that today? And it hits me. I'm like, oh, shit. I turn the water on, put some towels in the tub... And it is just running water in my apartment, which is now probably a half hour away from where I am right now. And I'm supposed to be putting up this fucking screen porch right now. So I call my father. I'm, you know, it just, I didn't have a cell phone. I think actually I, I had to wait <clears throat> another like five, six minutes in this line of traffic. Just like my, my mind exploding. I can't call anybody at my house. I don't know the people downstairs for me. My landlord doesn't live there. My roommates are all at work and it's, you know, there's no cell phone. So I have to like sit there and watch cars just turn into this complex one at a time, one at a time. I pull in, I'm like, Dad, Dad, I gotta go back and go back. He's like, Yeah. Basically, he's like, You know, you're an idiot. This is just some excuse not to do it. Whatever. Go. And my cousin Dave's there. 
you know, cutting, cutting the metal and stuff. And he's just looking at me like, you asshole. Now I'm here by myself. And now I'm going to drive back across the city another half hour. I'm getting stuck in traffic. Every turn I make, everywhere I go, I'm getting stuck. I get back to the house. And the little old lady who lived on the first floor was just frail, tiny. I mean, she had to be 85 pounds. She might have only been in her 70s, but she was, like, not well off, you know. And she's just sitting on the front porch, like, you know, with her with her cordless phone, like, trying to get a hold of the landlord. And I pull up, and, like, I start yelling, I know, I know, I know, I know, the water. And so she's like, oh, you broke a pipe upstairs or something, something happened. I'm like, no, no. You know, I'll take care of it. I run upstairs, and the water is just caressing over the side of the tub beautifully, like a fucking Auburn Mall water fountain, and just hitting the linoleum. And not pooling up at all, but just going straight through it. Straight through. Because we lived in a shitty, shitty apartment that had tiles. They like the cracks were there and you could see the floor. And I bet you if they turned a light on in the bathroom below us and shined it at the ceiling, you could fucking see our see us taking a leak. <clears throat> so anyway, the water is running over and running over and I shut the water off. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm looking at what I had done. I'm like, what sane person thought that this towel was going to be clean now? You know, it's just three towels just floating around the top of a pool on the tub. So I run back downstairs, and I go into this lady's house, and she is the Crypt Keeper's cousin. She's like the first cousin of the craziest old lady you've ever seen. And she's just like, hey, old white, uh, boy that you lived upstairs? I'm like, hey, what's up? And she's like, uh, I don't know what happened. Did you guys break a pipe? I've never, I and mean, we already lived there for like a year and a half, and I never met this lady before. And her brother or husband, maybe it was the same thing, I don't know, who lived in the same floor as her, was like the super, for lack of a better term, who was there like, I don't know, two or three times a year. He wasn't there, thank God. She's like, there's water, it's just coming down, it's in my pantry. And, and, and she had like 30 cats. And it was just a thick layer. This is my dog flipping his bowl over. There's like a thick layer of cat fur all over the house. All right, Waffles, take it easy, buddy. I'll get you some food in a second. Thick layer of cat fur everywhere. And there's water just running out of her pantry. It's like a three-decker pantry. And, uh... It's just coming out into the kitchen. And I run into that pantry. And I look up and have one of those glass globes over the light. And it's just pooling with water and there's a lit light bulb inside of it. And now I'm thinking to myself, you know, I took electronics class in school. You know, I know water is a conductor. I know all this shit. But I'm thinking to myself, how the fuck is this going to go down? I'm like, well, here I am. My father is already pissed at me. I'm not going to make it back to the job. So I got to just take care of this. And she's like, I have, a, I have, a, I have a, a wet vac. I'm like, yes, I thank God. So I undo the... Uh, the, the light fixture and the light fixture is boiling hot not literally but figuratively boiling hot and I open it up like hastily and it dumps all over me hot water light bulb water all over my head and down my back and there's just water just still running out of it so I like I, I don't remember if I took the light bulb out I don't think I did I just I just like okay I drained that out it was like all dead bugs inside the light and shit and the water was hitting our pantry all I can tell you about the rest of the story is is that I ended up cleaning this lady's house for about two and a half hours with a wet vac just sucking up I don't know old lady hair and cat hair and just disgustingness off of her pantry and mopping and sweeping and everything I never went in the basement to see what the fuck happened down there because you know 
you just didn't go down there. And nothing ever came of it. The landlord was never called. The lady was grateful that I cleaned her house. And my dad just thought I was a full of shit derelict who just couldn't get his shit together. But I was never so scared, ever. Like, just just like, I don't want to be that guy, you know? I don't want to be that piece of shit that just didn't do what he was supposed to do. You know, my grandfather was in his 60s. Now, my dad's in his 60s now, but my grandfather... It was like a different time. It was like 20 years ago. My, my, my four grandfathers and my father, my cousins, they're all like doing this shit. And, and, and I just looked like a complete asshole. But nevertheless, man, I say nevertheless, nevertheless of the time. <laughs> I really wish I did a better job with this and I wish I had someone to bounce it off of from time to time. And I say that every, 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 every time I'm on my podcast. But yeah, I missed that apartment with uh, Mark and Dan. I've talked about it before in the past. There was some crazy, crazy shit that happened there. You know. But uh, yeah, that was me cleaning the basement. Well, cleaning. Yeah, it was a basement. Cleaning the ladies' apartment downstairs from us because I uh, left the water running. You know. I ended up cleaning all of it up and getting back in my car and zooming across the city again. Got there just to see them cleaning up. My cousin was pissed. He's like, yeah, sure, whatever, asshole. You know, I, I know you're full of shit. And I'm like, no, I'm not, man. I mean, I, I'm a complete moron. You got to understand this is what happened. I felt like a dirtbag. You know, I missed out on making 100 bucks or whatever. But, uh, I, you know, the, the, ugh, that's it. That's it. That's all I got for you right there. You have been listening to Stories from Central Mass Podcast with your host, Mike. And on a real note, I appreciate anyone who listens to this. I hope everyone can find some happiness in this very tough year we've had. I'm not going to really mention the COVID, although I just did. Maybe you feel it's going away. Maybe you feel it's ramping up. But nevertheless, you still have to feel something about it because some shit's still going on. Uh, I wish I had something really clever to tell you, like, you know, be kind to others. Maybe that's it. May the force be with you. Like a true Jedi would say, (laughs) which I'm not. But anyway, lots of love. I hope next year's better. My buddy gives me a call. Um, this takes place back in 2006, 2007. Uh, he gives me a ring. He says, um, Hey, I'm having a party. You know, come on out. Uh, I live in central Massachusetts. He lives in Dorchester, Mass. So I live about 40 miles west of him. You can figure out where that is pretty easy. Um, so he says, hey, you know, my, my roommates went home for the weekend and they saw their younger sister getting ready for prom and they got all nostalgic and everything and we're going to have a prom theme party at the house. You should come out. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, so I hopped in my car and I'm heading out there. I got a tuxedo. I mean, I had been in like a half dozen weddings and such and I stole a piece from every tuxedo I'd ever had and never returned it. So I had a makeshift suit. I could I can get by. 
So I'm rolling out there, and I'm not exactly a responsible person. I At this age, I was like 27, 26, 27 years old, and I had a bunch of CDs on my front seat and a styrofoam container with like leftover food and my tuxedo hanging. And I'm so thrilled to be going out there. I'm finally doing something, you know. And, uh, you know, listen to the music and everything. And I get out to, like, the Mass Pike extension, which is basically just another excuse to have another toll at the end of the Mass Pike to get you into Boston. So I get on the Mass Pike extension, and I'm heading into Boston. I bang a left, like, I don't know, just after Fenway Park going towards Dorchester. It's somewhere between there and the off-ramp to get to where he was going. I think it was, like, exit 18. I don't know why I remember that or if it's even true, but whatever. I, a guy cuts me off. And I mean, he cuts me off bad. He comes whipping from the right-hand side and just drives right in front of me. And I have to jack on my brakes. And my food and my CDs and my tuxedo go flying. And I instantly lose my mind. And I'm like, holy shit, this just happened. I can't believe this just happened. I mean, there's like food on the floor, the CDs everywhere, the tuxedos on the dashboard. And I, I can't tell if the, the legs are getting stuck in the, the barbecue sauce. I, I'm just pissed. So I do something I've never done before, and I just I just punch it, and I start chasing after the car. And part of me is saying, like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Are you not going to chase this guy? And the other part of me is like, i got to fucking see what this guy looks like, man. I just got to see what this guy looks like. And I can hear my father saying in my head, Mike, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I'm saying to myself, I just got to see him. I just got to see him. And, and, and so I, I'm chasing him. And... Sure enough, we're coming to the off-ramp, and there's traffic, and you know, you can go to the left and keep going straight, but this guy's obviously going to get off the same exit I do. So I just, I, I now start cutting people off, and I, I get right up alongside of him, and I stop in an open lane right next to him. I look over at him, and I'm, I'm fuming, I'm pissed, but part of me is really, really scared and excited, and I don't know what to do, and I accidentally tap my window to like roll it down a little bit, but it automatically starts going all the way down. And as it's going down, I'm making a gesture to him, like, roll your window down. And he's looking at me like, yeah, 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 I'll roll my fucking window down. I'll roll my window down. And then he rolls his window down, like, part way. And now there's, like, you know, it's a, we're almost, like, face to face. And, you know, he's got, like, red hair and a goatee. And he's bigger than I am. And I'm like, oh, shit, you know. But, but before I could think or do anything, I just yelled out, suck a bag of dicks. And then I paused and I looked at him. And he looked at me and he's like, huh? And then I drove off. And just like that. I uncomfortably started hysterically laughing. I didn't know what to do. I, I was speeding. I had just cut off a bunch of people myself. I, I looked down. My, my suit's actually all right. The food actually didn't fall out. The CDs are on the ground, but who cares, you know? So I'm driving, and I just start laughing to myself. I'm like, oh, my God. That is the funniest thing I've ever done. And there's nobody here to witness it. I'm like, wouldn't it be great if that guy could tell that story and I, everybody could find out about it, you know? I, I don't know. I don't know. So I get to Dorchester. I go to the party. I see my buddy. I mean, the party's already hopping when I get there. And he, I start to tell him the story. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I Don't give a shit. Just get ready. There's girls in prom dresses that are like in their late 20s. And the lick is flowing. Let's go. So I have a good time, you know. Cut to, I don't know, a year or two later. I don't even know how long ago it was after that. I'm at home. Um, late at night after going out drinking. And I come home, and the on HBO is like one of the comic reliefs. It's pre-recorded and whatnot, and it's you know it's the one that has like Whoopi Goldberg and Robin Williams and uh, I don't know who else. But um, I turn it on just as they're introducing a comedian, 
and they're like, coming to the stage, Louis C.K. I'm like, oh, cool, man, I like this guy. So he comes out to the stage, and I'm standing, like, drunk, right in front of the television, like, six, like, I don't know, six inches away from it. And he comes out, and he's like, so, guy told me to suck a bag of dicks the other day in traffic. And I froze. And I was like, I told the guy to suck a bag of dicks in traffic once. And he goes on to tell the story, almost word for word, the way I just told it to you. Except, the only thing he added was that he said that the guy had a dog in his front seat and then flew into the windshield. Apparently a tuxedo, CDs, and some leftover food looked like a dog. Or, I don't know. Maybe it really wasn't him. Maybe it's all just a weird coincidence. But, that story... I believe it was him. I don't know. I, I looked into it later on and found out he was actually from the Boston area. But, I mean, the car was kind of shitty that he was driving. He was already an established comedian. I don't know. It's just a story. It's just something that happened to me. There was a weird coincidence that may have just matched up perfectly with somebody else. For all, I don't have any idea where his story took place. This is just a story that happened to me that made me say, hmm. So anyway... That's it.